Welcome to Momentum Max with me, Jamie Michael Joseph. You see, it's all about putting in the hard work now in a smart way to achieve the success that you desire. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hey, Mark, we're back again for another episode of Strategy and Conversions. I think this is episode four now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're flying. You know, I mean, it's, it's funny, though, because obviously, like, as you know, we just kind of hit record and, and have a chat. <laughs> Um, but we usually just kind of go, you know, what topic should we speak of? And we haven't done that today. Um, no, okay. I, I don't know, but is there a topic you want to speak of or anything? Um, no, I, not that comes to mind, but just um, so just what's happened for you this week? Is anything, what have you noticed has happened come up this week? Oh, what's going on? Yeah, probably loads of things, you know, what it's like. Yeah. Uh, all different ideas always come in. Um, you know what, mate? What, one thing that did come into my mind this morning, uh, I, I did a little kind of post on this, is... I, I got up this morning. I went for a run. Okay. I you know I, I try now and again. I lo- love weights and and doing that whole kind of physical exercise, cardio. I'm rubbish with. Um, but I, I went went for a run this morning. I've, I've kind of done a few runs in in the past month, and I I got to that point today where it was tough. I, I kind of hit that 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 wall where I was just right. like, you know what, this this has been tougher than the other ones. I ran a little bit faster and a, a little bit further than what I have done before. And my legs started to swell up and, and everything. And, wow. um, okay. and I always do this. It, it's just a, it's, it's, a re, it's a repeat for me every year is that it gets to spring and I think I should start to do some running, you know, lose a bit of timber or whatever, just feel a bit better. Uh, I, I start off running. I get to a point where I don't enjoy it anymore and I stop. And then I pick uh, it up okay. again, it, like towards the summer or as we get in the summer and I pick it up again, I do exactly the same thing. Yeah, and then you know I, I won't do any for the rest of the year, and then try again the, the year after. And I've repeated this e- each year, but what what came to mind was that you know j- just within business or in marketing is that it, instead of having that consistency, like if I kept running just little and often and improving, then I would keep improving and keep moving along and building that momentum. Whereas I guess that whole kind of stopping and starting, I I I, I never move forward. I always yeah, I, I get you. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I understand. That, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It's interesting actually you you talk about that because there is a thing called the um, the upper limit problem, um, and I was reading about it um, recently. And also, I've been after my coach. I also heard about it as well. Um, so this this concept, you right, comes from the Big Leap, a book called The Big Leap, and it's where everyone has these little. Um, gremlins if you like that keeps them keep people within their comfort zone and this is applicable to any part of life and business as well and interesting about your running um because this has happened to uh, other people i've spoken to as well where um they haven't done much for a while and they come they're, they're sitting and it, literally sitting in their comfort zone the gremlin loves it because you're you're you're, you're there um, and you're doing you're doing stuff like you said you're doing weights and, and you're doing um, anaerobic stuff which is very um, uh, yeah you, which is comfortable for you but now you're stepping out of that comfort zone you're doing something that your body's not used to it wants to go out and and start running uh, and 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 losing a bit of uh, as you say losing a bit of timber that way um, and then a little gremlin will start saying oh you don't want to do that you know you want to be back yeah you can lift your weights but you can all be at home and 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 sitting down or whatever. And um, and all the time, your subconscious is telling that little gremlin, "No, no, this is what I want to do. I want to, um, I want to be, you know, I, I want to be doing something that I'm not doing that I don't normally do. It's, it's a kind of a change of routine." 
And the and and the thing is about the mind, the gremlin, that they, it's incredibly powerful, far more powerful than we realise. And the gremlin will start to pull you to to keep talking to you. When when that gremlin realizes that it's not working or that this this thing is not working, you're still going out and running. You'll actually start to manifest injuries. And so my coach, she actually sprained her ankle. She actually she 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 ran onto a rock. She's normally pretty good. She runs on a uh, on straight ground, and she ran over a stone and turned her ankle, which she's never done before. Um, and in, and she was and again she was what couldn't work, work out what was going on. Then she just had all sorts of weird problems with her legs, which she couldn't account for at all. It just became very very stiff. The muscles became stiff. And 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 what's happened is she hit that upper limit um, problem where the you that put she was trying to step outside the comfort zone, make changes, and the the, the comfort zone, if you like, the gremlin that comes that didn't like it and actually started to cause all sorts of problems to stop you doing it. So in your case, what's happened is, is that um, you started getting kind of swollen legs, which sounds really horrible, actually, but you started, your legs started to swell and getting chin splints and things. So you know your body is telling you, um, I really need to rest. I need to come back and rest. Um, and so what it's doing is pulling you back and say, ah, now I've got you back into your comfort zone. Um, and uh, it, 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 it's a whole it's a whole thing around mindset, which is really, really. I mean, I love my, I love studying mindset, as you know, and um, and this is so true about business as well. So, when if we release, if we launch a product, for example, a new a new thing we've done, which is outside our business comfort zone. So we've launched something new, brand new. We've made a change, but often what will happen if we haven't had the confidence uh, or maybe the courage to have done it properly, is that we th- the first thought is that ah, uh, well, no. Yeah, I'll put this out there, but I'm not sure if I get many people coming. And guess what? They don't get many people coming. Instead of having the mindset of saying, right, okay, I'm going to release this product and I know I'm going to have 20 people who are going to come along to the first launch and completely changing the way our mind thinks. And um, and this is how we break through the upper limit problem. And it's actually incredibly simple to break through because it's just by, we break through it by changing our language from being being negative to being positive. And that sounds, I know for a lot of people that might sound a bit, oh, it's a bit out there, I'm not yeah. sure. But it's really, really true. Yeah, I, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of a couple of things there where, yeah, do you know what, uh, the, the way you described it with a gremlin, I think there's that book about the, is it the chimp paradox? Uh, yes. It's, yes. it's the same thing, isn't it? They, yeah. they a chimp on your shoulder that's, that's telling you not to do something or you'll never be good enough to do that. So why yeah. do it? Yeah, yeah. You know, and automatically you think you're not good enough. But something there, that, that you were talking about for me you, you know i do different things with it within sport and yeah. i can remember there was a, a mindset guy i was talking to actually and he was talking about high high sports performance is that y- you would get uh say like a, a team like a football team and they will think oh, every time we go to that ground we'll get hammered yeah he said, he said you've already lost before you've got there yeah you know and, and it was all about changing that mindset and i guess that's with um uh, mike tyson for example, like when when before he became champion, as most people said, he won before he got in the ring because the yeah, opponent yeah. was just petrified that petrified, they're going to take yeah. a hide in, right? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I guess that's exactly it. Is that you you start having those those thoughts about it? So you know, my, myself is I'm already thinking, oh, I don't want to go for another run because I'm, yeah. I'm going to be in pain, rather than thinking, yeah, do you know what? If I if I can get out there and smash a couple more, I'm going to get over this and and move um, forward. 
Uh, and the other, the other way, it, and it's it's, a, it's actually quite a horrible problem to have because the other way it manifests, and this, I use Marcus Truscothic for this because uh, he became England sort of open, uh, yeah, opening batsman number one, I think he was, and and he was massively successful. He was scoring, you know, he was scoring hundreds and uh, in quick time and everything. And all of a sudden, he went through this whole problem, this whole uh, mental anguish problem of being homesick, and then it just manifests and got worse and worse. And in the upper limit problem, what happens is, is if you have something you've done and it becomes really successful and um, it's it's more successful than you've ever been, again, here you go, it's this change thing. It's, 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 a, it's a complete expansion to that comfort zone. The upper lip, the, the, your this limiting belief is this gremlin or whatever chimp doesn't like the fact you're that successful. So it starts to you start to sabotage your own success, mm-hmm. not necessarily by by in, in Marcus's case of uh, of not seeing the ball properly or not timing the ball properly, but it's just having something that may be completely unrelated, like mental stress that comes in and stops him performing, and it's and and brings you back down to that kind of if you like mediocrity level where you've always been trying to get out of and it happens so many times in business where you see people who have a a really good run uh, in business for a short time and then it just all implodes for no reason at all and what are the what is it self-sabotage right i mean yeah 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 that's that's big and and i think i i see that quite a lot with people like you said there is there's a bit of a bit of success and they're thinking either that they don't deserve it yeah they, they think they've they've stumbled across something by accident and it's just like, right, if I stop doing it, I won't get caught out or, or something yes, like that. Yes. Is, is and, there possibly yeah. imposter syndrome? Um, well, it's, it goes kind of, yes, it is, a, it, it is, it is a little bit about that, but it almost goes deeper. Uh, I think it is that whole, I don't deserve the success. So one in Gay Hendrick, Gay Hendrick's book, the, the big league, um, he talks about, he, he was working with Bill Clinton. So Bill Clinton um, apparently when he was about, I don't know, 10 or 11 or something, was standing in the queue to go and see the White House uh, with his with his family, I guess. And he said to somebody, I'm going to be here one day and, you know, a, a roll on a few years. And he was. And apparently, I and mean, I don't really know, follow US politics that closely, but he was incredibly successful at everything. Everything he was doing was kind of turning to gold. Um, and... Um, um, and he was just, he was an incredibly successful president. And then he just goes and blows it all by having an affair with his, with Monica <laughs> Lewinsky. And, and the, he was saying, this is, this was a classic. He was, he was riding so high that he, that, um, he didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. You know, that the, 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 up, the, the whole thing is, is, is pulling him back because it's saying you can't, you, you don't deserve to have this much, um, not power necessarily, but this much freedom, this much success of what you're doing. So it'll do something that is totally unrelated to his career, if you like, to pull him back. And that's what happened with him. And and he ended up being in peak. I I guess looking at sport again, is that that there's that same kind of of element to it. And and I guess it's it's more so that they get put on a pedestal, is that they're kind of untouchable and and stuff like that. that. It happens so quickly. Is that you, you imagine like yes. a, a young a young footballer, for example, is that you know he he could go in in into like um the, the training academy and get into the first team and making you know l- lucky to make a grand a week or, or something like that. Yes. All of a sudden to get a new contract on a hundred grand a week and yeah. they're just like throwing money out and partying yeah. and all that kind of stuff because you know because they think they're on a certain level. 
yeah you know that they're, they're like that and isn't it funny isn't it you can have two people exactly the same mental well mentality exactly the same 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 even same football team for example one's earning gone from 10 to earning 100 grand and so is the other one 10 to 100 grand one just completely goes off the rails and mm. one manages it perfectly and it's all to do with the mindset the mindset is that the, the one who manages it perfectly um is the one who thinks right okay i've got this i know what i'm now going to do with this I've, I've i've stretched you know i've had i've been success and they are they they are of the mindset they deserve success and so they start to use that success to help others and to help themselves um but you get the people like uh well i mean obviously george best is a classic going back of many years i know but you know he just it, he he obviously had this idea that he didn't deserve the success and as soon as what he did he just went into self-destruction uh, through right. alcohol and then through drugs and just never he never came out of that cycle it's interesting isn't it? i guess looping back to to like i was saying about kind of stopping and starting and not following stuff through is i guess that there's the whole kind of like overnight success kind of thing is everyone sees you know it, it just happens but there's a lot of work that goes into oh yeah talking, talking now about sport i can remember um listen to a podcast it's either earlier this year or back last year it's called the high performance podcast and they interview uh, different athletes and stuff and there was uh, phil neville so obviously okay. phil and gary neville the, the defenders for, for england and manchester united and it was talking about about when they were in their teens and they would uh, they would get up at four o'clock in the morning to to eat weetabix all right and then go back to bed because someone told them about the the, the slow releasing you know energies and stuff like that that weetabix would give you i guess other cereals would work as well yeah, yeah. but you yeah. know and, it, and it's but that dedication like let alone yeah. the training that they would do anyway and different mindset and all that kind of stuff both of them you know very successful but it's just like you know it didn't just happen one day they didn't just go and do it you know they put in all that work to get to that level you know i think yeah. some people they they just think it you know if they don't get it straight away you know, a bit yeah. like me, me with my running, you know, if it doesn't, yeah. if it doesn't well, click. Yes, you know? that's right. I think there is there is that impact. And I think that's, yeah, if you can look at, I mean, things like books like The Slightage from John uh, from uh, Jeff Olson, they always talk about, you know, these small increments. And I guess you can, you can go too fast, but it's normally because, again, small increments is you're not, you're not pushing that upper limit too far each time. So it's, it's just, it's you're expanding that comfort zone, if you like, but you're doing it on a slow basis. And maybe that's part, partly to do with the whole thing. And, you know, the speed um, and, and speed is the problem. I think it was um, talking to what about, about what you just said. I think it was Mark Spitz. I can't remember if it was Mark Spitz. It was one of the swimmers anyway. Um, and I may have mentioned this before on another podcast, but he wanted to win Olympic gold. And he, he, he took on a swimming coach um and i can't what year i even year this was but i think the olympics were like three years away um and he wanted to win olympic gold and his coach said right okay i'm not going to enter you for that olympics because you won't be ready you're going to go for the olympics after that wow. and you're going to wipe the floor and so he was apparently had one day off in seven years and he was training every day at early and early early in rising and then the evening and this trainer, he almost left his trainer, I think, after a while because he was pushing him so hard. And his trainer just said to him, do you want to win gold? And that was a simple question. And uh, he carried on with him. And of course, he just he just won everything under the sun, I think, for a while. <laughs> and it, yeah, But it was, yeah, the overnight success, Mark Spitz, nobody had heard about him, had exactly. actually been training for seven whole years. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's weird. I mean, I, I listen to all kinds of different personal development books and, you know, the, the kind of normal ones within business, but I, I always look for something outside of the box. Yes. And, and yeah. you've got, uh, you got the rapper 50 Cent. He, he yeah. has a, a book. Um, I can't remember what, what it's called. I think it's called Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter or something like that. And it's actually right. one of the best business books I've listened to. Right? Brilliant. It's actually so good because it just looks at it from a different way. And it was like talks with him in there where he's, he's saying that he could have... Um, he could have gone gone to a club as an as just for like an appearance fee, more than what he was getting paid to act on a a, a series that he was producing. Wow. He wanted to do that so that he could go on then to produce more and have different kind of um, different programs and stuff like that. Oh, okay. You know, and, yeah. and then he had he had the show Power, which kind of took off within the states and and over here as well. That did did x amounts of kind of views and millions and stuff. But he wouldn't have got to that without putting in the work to produce the first yeah. series that he did even yeah. though he could have got, got paid more from going off elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it was like that mental. I think um, there's, there's another one with, with Kevin Hart, the comedian and actor is that when he was doing the, the kind of different scenes of, of, of going to different um, comedy clubs, he was offered the chance to go into like a, a big kind of uh, TV program that was on. And his kind of mentor at the time told him not to do it because he would go in and, and he would have a good show and people would remember him for a little bit, but that would be it. Whereas if he went around and did all the touring and stuff for another year, when yeah. he did that slot and everyone knew about him, it would blow up and he would be massive. Yeah. And yeah. he stuck with it. And that's what happened, you well, know, rather than just, yeah. just taking the, the quick win rather than the bigger picture. And I guess, I guess that comes back. And I know, I, you know on the board behind you, you know, move forward with clarity. That's the big word. It's the clarity, yeah. isn't it? Of knowing that, you know, Mark Spitz, for example, Mark Spitz wanted to uh, go for that gold. He listened wisely, if you like, to his coach. And it was the clarity of saying, no, you're going to win all the goals, but in seven years' time, not four years' time. It's having the clarity to know what you really, really want. Yeah, there's going to be lots of side distractions, if you like, that will that will be relatively successful. But, you know, the ultimate success is I am going to be successful. I am going to be at this point as opposed to just being at this point. And I guess it's where, um, going back to the upper limit problem, how you solve the upper limit problem is purely from that. It's it's so simple to solve. So it's saying that, for example, you know, in your case, is that I'm going to go out and I'm going to run 10K today and it's going to be perfectly easy and my body will be fine. And it's just positive language. Yeah. And again, as I say, a lot of people might think, well, you know, that's um, that, yeah, that, that sounds a bit far-fetched, but it really is that easy. Instead of saying that I'm going to release this, I'm going to release this new um, uh, package, this new this new online training, but maybe not many people will come. They, you know, they don't come. It manifests. And if you say, right, I'm, this is going to go on. It's going to be the best thing that people have seen. And I'm going to have people queuing at the door to, to go onto my wait list and, and be in the room. And that's what happens. And if you ask. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just thinking then, mate, that, that's, that's like the whole kind of, you know, looking into kind of like the, the universe and, and gratitude yeah. and, and affirmations yeah. and stuff like that. It's like what, what you put out is, is what you receive. So it's yeah. about asking for for what you want rather than saying what you don't want. Yes, and and that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's getting that clear. So if you have, if you, you know, it, I've done a lot of work on myself because I know I was terrible at, at sort of uh, really knocking myself down. I never thought I was worthy of, of much stuff, to be honest. And it's it's changing that language from being that 
I'm not worthy to say, yeah, I'm, I'm more than worthy to be here. And I'm, and, and this is, I'm more than worthy to have the success and it's coming. I'm not saying yeah, I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> uh, as, you know, I, I'm not there yet, but it's, but it's coming. I'm, you know, each, this, the, the last year I've just had has been the most successful year I've had in business and it's growing all the time since I've been talking to myself in that positive way, rather than thinking that, um, uh, you know, I remember, I remember about four years ago, uh, creating a webinar, which I, creating a seminar. And I, I first of all, I had it was quite courageous of me to actually do it in the first place. But I created the seminar thinking, well, I'll probably get about six people. And guess what? I got six people because your brain makes you work to only getting six people, um, as opposed to saying, oh, I'm going to have 60 people here. And I didn't. I wasn't my mind was, was didn't even think of that you know so something I like with that as well there's a, a phrase that says something like um you know if you, sh- if you shoot for the moon at least you'll hit the stars or something like yeah that. yeah yeah and it's like yeah I guess if you you're working towards that bigger picture you know at least you can hit the smaller ones along the way yeah you will yeah it's something yeah. That, that you taught me as well just just you know from from talking where you say you know how much effort are you putting in to achieve this yeah. what's the different effort that you'll be putting in to achieve that, you know, which is something yeah. a lot bigger. And it's actually the yeah. same. You know, it's, it's the yeah. same effort you, you would put in to achieve it. You know, it's just, I guess, that that mindset of going to another level. Yeah, it's just, if, I mean, going back to the whole, you know, uh, conversions and things, uh, as we've been talking about, is really, um, yes, as you said, the diff- converting someone at a certain level and converting someone at a high level, a high tick, if you like, exactly the same effort. All you're doing is you're, is you're, is you're focusing your mind and your marketing at that higher level people, the people mm-hmm. who have that kind of budget. It's no different. It's no different at all. You're, you're probably the words and the language you use are exactly the same. But instead of dealing with this, um, with this, the people who don't have the budget for what you want, for, for what you want this training to, to deliver or the value you want to deliver, you're going to these people who have the budget to say, yeah, I, I can, I can work with that, and all of a sudden, you become successful. And in fact, you would have had the same success down down at this level, but it would have, it would realise less money, if you like, less cash coming through the door. Um, and that's I think where a lot of people need to be get this clarity, get this clarity. If they want to raise themselves to a certain level, is where is the market going to be that's going to help them get there? It was, was really interesting with that. I can remember reading a story about a fitness instructor or a personal trainer over in Hollywood. And he, he would train the stars. And I think it was Justin Timberlake he was training. And and he would charge something like $15,000 for training, right? And it's like you would get someone in a, a local gym here charging £15 an hour you know, right. versus 15000 It's like, well, it's, it's the same product. That means th- this guy may have a lot more kind of depth or knowledge of certain kind of things, but really what he's doing is just helping someone get in shape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. And, 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 and you know, you'll get, you'll have the, again, professional football, isn't it? You have the people say, well, how can this person possibly justify the, 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 the amazing salary that you earn each week where you've got somebody who plays in a, the local um, semi-pro league, who probably earns a, a, a hundredth of what he's got. And it's purely because they're playing literally on a different field. They're playing in a different field. They're playing, they're, their skills may be better. I, I accept that their skills are better, but they've what they've done is they probably both started from the same place, but one's been happy just to play in his local side. And one person said, I want to go to the top. So they the effort in to go to the top. They probably had the, both the same skill base. And it's kind of like... Um, 
But one person has found new skills and being taught new skills, whereas this one has just carried on with the skills they had in their comfort zone. Such a big uh, message there, isn't it? You know, is that 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 kind of growth, that that personal growth of, yeah, okay, you know, I'm, I'm at this level now. You've made that decision that you want to get to a certain level. So that you've taken that time then to take on board different kind of training or yeah. know, d- different direction, but you've also put in the effort to build yourself yeah. up to those levels and go through those levels to, to get to that kind of step there. And I think we're, we're talking about sports, but I think any kind of sport is if you look at the people who are at the top of their game, they put in more effort than the other people. And there's yeah. a, there's like Michael Jordan, for example, you know, he's probably, he was probably good as the best ever basketball player. And it's just like, well, you know, when people finish training, he's still training. He's still training, yeah, you know? yeah. And it's like, so he's the best, but yet he's still training. Is that yeah. how does how does that work then? Yeah, you know, just like, carry on. And it's quite interesting. I think it was, um, I think it's go again. I'm go, I'm a bit of an old old git, I suppose, and I go back in time. <laughs> yeah. But Bobby George, who was a dance, he was the England darts player, wasn't yeah. he? And he was coming, up. and apparently he would he would be throwing darts normally about ten hours every day. Just throwing darts at a dartboard. And obviously he played a lot of competitions as well, but this was outside that. This is in his garage throwing darts at a dartboard. And uh, if you've got that, if if you have that uh, uh, mindset and real, real focus, that's what you want to do, you'll, you'll become there. So I, I started playing hockey when I was about, field hockey when I was about 15. So I started quite late, uh, but I wasn't, I wasn't too bad. And, but it's interesting. I remember, at one stage, I had an opportunity to go for a for a, for an, another team. There was in the, in the Bristol area another team, but they were they were in a much better standing than the club I was playing for, and they trained three times a week instead of once. And I thought, nah, I can't do that. That's the difference. So I ended up just being a a real mediocre hockey player, and I could have, you know, I wouldn't say I was that good, but I could have gone to another level, another level. But again, so once you make that, if you get that kind of crossroads of the decision, if you decide what I do, you say. Now nah, that's too hard. You won't do it. And as simple as that, it really comes down to the mindset. Do you really, really want that success? And if you do, you will get there. Because I think that that's the thing is that if you, if you, if you really believe in that success and, and you know, you want that success, you are motivated to achieve it. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's that whole kind of thing of, you know, again, linking it to sport, but linking it to business is that if you take, say, uh, Mike Tyson, that he wanted to become world champion, he's up at 4am running. Yeah. You know, where, yeah. you know, ev- everyone else is still sleeping, but for him, you know, he wants to be that champion. He wants to to put in that effort to get it. And I guess it's the same with, with business. I, I know we get the likes of hustle and all that stuff kind of chucked about, but you know, what we're looking at doing is just putting in that, that effort, even if it's in a, a small section, just to achieve that, that little more, you know, success than, than what we would achieve if we didn't do it. Yeah, and that, that compound effect, like you're saying, you know, you're building up all the time. To, to That's right. Yeah, you know, and go, going yeah. back to like I was saying with the running is that you know if I if I kept at it, then I'd be a lot better. And I think that that's what happens with, with people in businesses. You know, you can you can go through a bad patch, and you're just like, what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, going to yeah. chuck in the yeah. towel. You know, no no one wants my services and all that kind of stuff. When you know you can just put in a bit more effort. You know, not not saying that you're not putting in the effort, but you can just put in that that effort moving forward, and it will all come together. And, and you know, that that how yeah, that you chuck in the towel. Yeah, and what's so interesting about that? And this is a, again because I you know do a bit of business, I do business coaching as well. And what I found in 
a lot of business a lot of, is when if people aren't so people when business set a goal so if it might set a goal as i want uh, i don't know um i want a 500k turnover at the end of the year okay and and where they are now they might be doing 50 75k or something so the the leap is huge for them anyway the leap is not actually that huge but it, the leaps appears to be huge and so they might have a bit of success going on and this comes back to that upper limit problem a little bit if they have might have success going on they get some great um uh, they start getting some really good cash flow coming in a bit of success coming in um and then it's kind of because they're not totally to they haven't made that goal from the heart as opposed to from the they've made it from the head as opposed to from the heart they then have a bit of cash going on and think well i don't really need to be i don't mean to be pushing for half a million turnover really i'm quite happy where i am and so what they've done is they've, they've dragged the goal all the way down to be where they are and they said yeah i met my goals but they haven't really so they've kind of fooled themselves into saying, well, I've got this level and I've got such a long way to go. Let's move this post down here. So I've only got this little piece of jump mm. and I can say I've reached my goal. Well, actually, if they were true to what they really believed, they were, they're miles away from their goal. I feel that there's and, definitely something in that, isn't there, of uh, kind of resting on that success. It's like, you yeah. know, you go through a certain period and, and things are, are, are really well. And I know we said before about maybe self-sabotage and, and stuff like that, but... You, you maybe you get the opposite effect that you think is going to be like that forever you know so you yeah. get a bit you get a bit of success and you're 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 hypothetically lighting cigars with 50 pound notes right? yeah Thinking, yeah, you know, yeah life yeah. is good but then you're not putting in that effort you're not doing stuff to to keep that that will keep moving. It. that's right yeah yeah mm -hmm. i know there's something we were talking about earlier on isn't it is where is where people will reach a level of success but like we've said and, and this is life everything isn't it life and business is if if you're not growing even if it's a small amount if you're not making incremental steps to grow your business is declining in incremental steps to start with but then when the compound effect comes in it actually starts to really drop so if you've had that success and you don't say take you taking this foot off the pedal but you have the success and so well, this is great this is fantastic you're not building your pipeline Mm. And so what happens is in three or four months' time, when the money has gone from that success, you've still got a few uh, bits and pieces coming in, but you haven't really significantly built the pipeline to carry on sustaining that success and growing, even if it's just a small amount after a certain plateau. And then all of a sudden you find that, hang on a minute, I've got no business. <laughs> and you have yeah, to start all over again. And that's the whole, this is where the whole feast and famine thing comes in. I think that that's a big thing, isn't it? That, that feast and famine you know, is that I think a lot of people in business is they're looking for the buyer right now. You know, yeah. so it's, it's just that case yeah. of, okay, who is that hungry buyer right now? I can serve them. You yeah. know? And it, it's, you're always fighting. You're always trying to race to, to get a customer that way rather yeah. than, you know, your marketing working for you. I yeah. think that, that that's a big thing that people don't, don't understand. And I've, I've kind of explained it before as seeing your marketing as an employee, is that if your employees yeah. not working in the way you want them to, you will either retrain them or replace them. Yeah, you know, and and that's how you should see your marketing is that it should be working for you. And you know, if we if we did marketing properly, we would be doing our, our marketing for the summer in winter, and our marketing yeah. for the winter yeah, and yeah. summer. You know, we would always yeah. be ahead of the game and, and working that way. And that takes time to get to it. You know, we have to build out that process and, and build out that system. Yeah. And it starts with putting in the work to it to obviously get that. And I guess it's the same thing with me with, with running is that anyone who goes to run a marathon, 
they can't just go out and run a marathon. No. They have to get to that point, you know. Yeah. So they have to go through however many weeks of training to get yeah. to that. And that's the same with business and with, with marketing is that, yeah, you, do it. you can have some great success. You can have a good run, you know, but that doesn't mean you can go and run a marathon. You yeah, still have to keep training, right. you know, to put in that, in that work and, to be sustainable. Yeah, and, and having that goal of I am going to complete the marathon will keep you going through the training even when you, if, for example, you, know, you go running in the winter when it's freezing cold and it's pouring down with rain. If you have that goal to compete, to, to complete that marathon, then you're going to get, carry on getting out and carry on running through the rain. Because guess what? On the day of the marathon, it could be pouring down with rain yeah. and it could be freezing cold. And if you're not used to it, you're going to, you're not going to want to do it. So, uh, yeah. So it's, 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 I think this is going back to that, you know, the whole thing of the upper limit problem and the complete clarity of what you want. It goes hand in hand. If you have complete clarity of where you want to be by a certain time, uh, you know, the goal setting is having a date set on it. Uh, even if it's a rough date, you know, by a certain time, I want to be here. I want to be there. And I'm now at the moment I'm down here. So I know I have to start doing these things to get to there. If that goal is not really strong and, uh, you know, set from the heart, then when things, when the rain starts to pour and it gets really horrible and snowy outside that the goal can kind of like fizzle out a bit. You know? So clarity that. is essential for anything like that. Yeah, I, I certainly agree. Like you said, that that clarity, those, that goal, those milestones and stuff like that, hitting it. And I think that there's something that you touched on earlier that I think is really good to bring up now. And it's all about a coach, you know, who is holding someone accountable. I think accountability yeah. is huge, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, you know, going back to, as I spoke earlier on about Mark Spitz, he had a coach, he had that accountability person. What have you trained today? How many lengths have you swum today? And, and apparently, I've I, I read a bar, I think it was a biography a, a long time ago. And if he hadn't swum enough lengths that day, guess what? On the net following day, he had those put on top of the amount of lengths oh, he had okay. to swim. So, yeah, he didn't get away from it. So he knew that he had to swim those amount of lengths every day. And um, um, and, and it, it was it was that accountability that got him to where he was. And again, yeah. in business, it, it's too easy it's too easy to say, oh, I'll do this tomorrow. It's okay. And tomorrow, as we know, never comes. So it gets put off and put off and put off. But when you have that accountability in, in something like, um, you know, like in, a, in a group or a mastermind or something where someone says to you, so you haven't hit your goal. Why was that? Or what, what, what was getting in your way? And, it, and then you can start to analyze, well, was it me or were there genuinely things getting in the way? And when it becomes you, that's when you get a kick at the backside to say, yeah, right, okay, exactly. so what are you going to do about it? I think, that's yeah. it. I guess, yeah, in all elements of, of life, business and everything, you know, we need those kicks and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. Can remember watching a, a documentary back last year with, with Usain Bolt and he was training for his, his last Olympics and he, he had his coach. It's really weird, actually, his, his sprinter coach. Uh, I'm not too sure if he was a sprinter before or whatever, but he's just like, he's totally out of shape. Like if you if you see it, you're just how can he teach someone to sprint? You know, he can, yeah. he can sprint himself. Um, but there, there's a great part in there where you got Usain Bolt and he's just like, he's like, I'm not feeling it today. You know, and the guy's like, you may not feel it on the day of the race. You know, yeah, you're gonna yeah. run. And it's like, you know, you have to put in that work now to get there. You know, you have to have that right, the right people around you. So he he then carries on doing his sprints, you know, yeah. and he's like dragging like a, a weight behind him and stuff like that. And it's just like yeah. you need that person in your ear, that that direction. Like yeah. you said, if, if you don't have that self-discipline, you need someone else to have that discipline. Yeah, you. yeah, because 
because it, yes, when when you're when you're um, when you're in that situation, it's too easy for you to take a back seat. Whereas someone can just be pushing you on, and at times they you know they they're bound to appear like a real taskmaster, but actually they're the ones who have your vested interest to uh, to get you there, to get to where they where you said where you want to be. So I think um, coaches are. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say a coach and especially accountability coach is so, so important for anybody and any who wants to improve anything, whether it's a sport, whether it's a skill in you know, business or whether it's the, you know, the way they are in life, anything think, at all. You need someone well, to help you along. I think as well, mate, that there is an element to it as well of just getting stuff done. Now, I yeah. think that I think uh, so many people have suffered within the whole kind of lockdown, especially with work, where they're yeah. not used to working from home. So they've been used to working in an office or something like that. Someone watching them to make sure yeah. that they get something done. Whereas yeah. when they're at home, they slack off. I was yeah. actually talking with a guy this week where he just said, you know, have you got any tips just for like productivity at home? Because I, I just find that I don't work as well at home as, as what I do in the office, you know? And it's like for, for him, man, I mean, it was, it was something like so easy that when he told me what he's doing, you know, he, he just said, oh, what I do is, is I, I, I told him to time block and he's like, yeah, yeah, I do that anyway. It's like, okay, t- tell me your day. And he's got like two hour blocks. And I'm just like, mate, you can't concentrate on something for two hours. You know, I so said, let, let's just change that completely. Let's, let's do, let's do 20 minutes or 25 minutes and take five minutes off. Yeah. Right? Let, let's yeah, change yeah. that. Let, let's try doing that, you know, and see how that works. And he's just like, I feel so much better. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even thinking about doing it, <laughs> you know, he's like, I yeah, just yeah. feel so much better yeah, for yeah. tomorrow. He's actually yeah, motivated yeah. for the next day yeah. just from changing how he's going to do things. The short chunks, yeah. And again, that you know, it comes back to the the teachings from the compound effect and the slight edge. It's all it's all about small chunks. You, if you, it's like it's like if you've got a massive, if you if you want to tidy your room or you've got a um, you want to redecorate your house, and you sit there and think, right, I'm going to redecorate my house today. <laughs> it just won't happen. <laughs> you, yeah. But you say, right, what is the first step I can do to redecorating my house? Well, maybe even planning what you want to do. Great. Yeah, look, you at, know. look at the color. <laughs> yeah, look at the color. Just take a, take half an hour. Look at some color charts. Think I want that. Great. You've taken a step to redecorate your house. Um, it's only a small step, but it doesn't matter. You've done something. You've you've started that project plan. And um, we've yeah, spoken about that in business, though, haven't we? With the likes of you know someone, what what they want is a an automatic funnel that gives them passive income whilst they're sat on a beach. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but they're not prepared to. Okay, look, in the next week, I need to build out that funnel, you know, or I need to come up with that product that is more appealing, you know, that that is going yeah. to actually sell. You know, is that that first part of that work never wants to be put in, and I guess it's exactly the same is coming back to to me with my running, and what what you were saying there, mate. There's there's a a phrase that that I always remember hearing is the oddest phrase because people say, um, "How do you eat an elephant?" And it's one bite at a time. It's like, who's, who's ever at an elephant, right? Yeah, one bite at a time. <laughs> you know, yeah, one bite yeah. at a time. And I think that, yeah. that there is is massive, you know. You think, okay, yeah, it, it makes sense. It's just you can't yeah. do everything in one go. You have to basically take those steps, those milestones to, to reach those mini goals and then that big goal and, you know, just be it's, focused on the outcome. It's like, it's, it's, a, it's any kind of, to me, this, this is the whole thing with to me, business and life, and life really, it, I, I'm, I've got a project management background and to me everything is a project and a project has an end goal starts off with what's the outcome and then you work backwards and all the steps that need to be taken you break them down into the smallest possible steps into your project plan and then you start the project and it's one well not always one step at a time sometimes no. you can 
have steps in the sequence. But that's all it is. It's simple steps to get to those milestones, then gets to the end of the project. I just thought about me. You're talking about then. I'm just thinking like like a jigsaw, right? Tip out a thousand pieces. What's the first thing you do? You look for the corners, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the yeah. corners, and then you look to build out the outside, and then you look, yeah. at, you know, little parts and putting it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly it's, it's it. So many, so many analogies you can put together yeah. that that show you what needs to be done. Yeah, but uh, it, yeah, no, yeah. I think we, we've covered so much today, and I think is okay. Is, is one of those things where we we've just had a chat about you know from from running to sports and you everything know, into <laughs> business and the ceilings and accountability and you know just even yeah. jigsaws. But it's the, the the messages within there are so powerful, right? That yeah, it, absolutely. It's all, it's yeah, all yeah. about moving forward. It's all about creating momentum in whatever you are trying to do to achieve that success that you want. Yeah, momentum is crucial because yeah, as as we that's like um, once you start. Uh, there was a great analogy, wasn't there? Again, in the slight age, is that um, pushing around a a, 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 a ten ton flywheel. Um, it starts with the. You, you, you're just trying as hard as you can to even make it move a, a millimetre. But once you do and you start to get a bit of momentum, you can actually be dragging, you can be driving around a 10-ton flywheel because it will gain its momentum. So Is momentum, like yeah. The, um, the, the strongman competitions, right, where they pour a truck. Yeah. There's so much effort is going in there just to get the, the wheel to slightly move. But when yeah. it's moving along, they're just pouring it easily. Yeah, and that's right. Yeah, yeah. Momentum wow. is crucial. Momentum, mate. Create that momentum. Get something moving. Yeah. And it moves for you, right? Absolutely <laughs> right. It. Yeah. Mate, I think that's a great topic to end on there. Yeah. Um, mate, I, I know we said last time as well, just to kind of summarize something up for me, has is, is there been any any key moment within today's talk that stands out to you? I think it's, I think it's, um, yeah, I think we've, I, I think it's that. It's the clarity, getting it's those two words, clarity and momentum, are the, are the key things, I think, in, in all the stuff we've been talking about. Clarity of where you want to be and the momentum to actually start start you getting there because at the, at the very, very beginning, it's hard, and then it gets easier as you go along. I think that's a mm. really, really good message. Awesome. I think that's it, mate. Yeah. Let's, let's end it there Brilliant. and we'll okay. get ready for the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> okay, indeed. Yeah, okay. Yeah, bye then.